Some great news to start things off today, and hello to all of you. Maybe the best news for a long time, right? We won't have to put up with the full-scale frontal assault of us by every politician in the United States after Tuesday. No more TV ads. No more name-calling. No more lies. Okay, at least the TV ads will disappear. Shortly afterwards, they will start fighting over 2024, which in turn will slowly inundate us again. I myself prefer to talk about potential wars, inflation problems, and crime in our streets. Unfortunately, some of those things involve our politicians and elites who are trying to force us into servitude the socialist way. You know, some kind of soft-pedaled communism like they have in China. Some liberals have actually said that that is their goal. So, let's focus on the future after the election. Now, let's start with there. Have you ever heard of the three-wave theory? It's something I kind of came up with. Now, this theory shows that when ocean waves move, that some can be in sets of threes. Now, that's normal, right? Now, focus on a beach where waves are slowly crashing. The first wave comes in, crests, and then crashes onto the beach with some disturbance. A lot of the sand gets moved around, things are changed, but not terrible, right? Now... If you look at it in political terms, that would be when President Obama tried to take the country to the left. You remember that if you're old enough? He was the first wave. Now, if you remember, many people yelled and screamed that he didn't do enough and he should have done much more. A lot more of that moving of the sand around. But the wave had crested and it did do some damage, but not enough to really cripple the United States. Now, Republicans then took control in the aftermath. You remember what we got? Donald Trump. That's the lull spot between waves where the water has risen a little, but not the flood conditions yet. Of course, some of you are saying Trump was awful. No, he was the disruptor the wave didn't like because it showed some of their flaws. That's what the problem was in between the waves. Now, the second wave comes in, and that would be our current president. Yes, President Biden. Because his side thought that they had not done enough. Remember that? President Obama did enough. He took everything as hard left as possible, President Biden did. When that wave hit the beach, it may have been much bigger, but it too has now crashed and has done much more damage than the last wave did. This in turn will flatten out, right? And the Republicans will start to take control again this cycle coming up probably on Tuesday. But this spot between the waves now is a little deeper and still covering everything. It'll linger for a while before the third wave hits. But that third wave will come in much, much bigger than the other two. Call it a blue tsunami. This will be when the Democrats take over next time fully, probably in a few years or more likely in five or ten years. So wave three will inundate the beach and create damage so devastating that the country will simply never recover. At that point, we will be told that we have no choice but to have the government take over. Totalitarian rule, soft-pedaled as social needs for everyone. The next Democrat to take power will grasp control and never let go. Period. End of story on that one. Now I have a lot of info to cover today, so stick with me on this. Some of this you won't want to miss. Now, I've been telling you for at least six months that if the Democrats didn't change what their argument was, then they would get slaughtered. Tuesday, that's going to happen, as they could not figure out what people really think is important to them. Literally, the president, and a speech that he gave this week, told the world that they think of all of us. He said nothing towards inflation. He said nothing towards gas prices, crime, or the border. 
These are the things that are truly important to the country currently, and he couldn't even mention them. To add to that, the administration has literally stalled, held back, or just stopped potential problems until after the election. Gas prices are a good starting point. He gutted our petroleum reserve to make gas fall 40 cents in four months. Meanwhile, have you noticed it jumped 50 to 75 cents just this week? As the big oil companies appear to have had enough stonewalling and are no longer waiting for the hammer to fall on their heads. Maybe they just got tired of holding on after POTUS's attacks for now two years. How about train strikes? Remember the administration rushed to the podium to crow about how they had stopped the train strikes. Reality is they just got them to delay the problem until when? <laughs> yes, you are right, after November 8th. Does that sound familiar, doesn't it, Saudi Arabia? Well, let me get away from that. So, we are again staring at strikes that could harm our movement of goods all across the country by train. Layoffs. You remember this one when we've been crowing about it? Because so many of these big countries are in bed with the administration, they have been holding off on layoffs to make us think things are all good. Now they are going to drop the boom on us and then blame it on the Republicans. You can see it already. Amazon has stopped hiring. Many big companies are now following Twitter, even before the election is in starting their layoffs. They all know what is coming in our economy, but votes for Democrats were more important. Where is Nancy? Where is Nancy? Where is Nancy? <laughs> we are all being played as fools, and the joke is on us. So we are now being led to believe President Biden's closing argument to us all is about those bad Republicans. He is telling the nation and world that if you're unwilling to bow down, to suffer crippling inflation, to believe everything the regime says, and to never question the government, then you, my friend, are a threat to democracy. Sorry, democracy is the voters' will, not Democrats' will. What a pathetic end before the elections. A failed Hail Mary ignoring the true problems. Never once mentioning inflation crime, the border, or any of the other myriad of problems that actual people care about. You know, liberals project and throw out platitudes while never giving you a smidgen of facts. It is always a feel for them. You know, when Hillary says Republicans are just trying to gin up fear and scare people about crime, she really is saying, we like crime. We think it helps our goal of taking over power and getting more money. Next, they will tell you Republicans will take everything from you, yet they cannot tell you what real right they have lost at the hands of conservatives or are going to lose. Meanwhile, they are the ones trying to take away your First Amendment rights and your Second Amendment rights. Then with a slow turn of their cheek, falsely proclaim that somehow Republicans are taking away your right to vote. Who is trying to kill democracy without free speech Democracy dies immediately. Only one side is trying to take your speech away, and they aren't wearing red MAGA hats. Yes, projection, projection, projection. Here are a couple of quick hitters for you to ponder before I move to war problems. Do not forget the same thing that drove record profits also sparked runaway inflation. Free money, any way you slice it up and no matter who you give it to, will pump inflation into the system. It is going to take a long time to recover from $10 trillion pushed into our economy. How about this one? 
POTUS ran an election saying he was going to destroy big oil. His actions from day one spurred higher prices. Biden wanted oil to go higher, and now blaming the Russians really insults all of our intelligences. Have you ever thought about this, the idea that the past election deniers, you know, the ones who denied every single election they lost for the last 40 years, and by those I mean Democrats, of course, there's hours of this out there, mysteriously a couple months before the 2020 election, they are now starting to cry about accepting the results no matter what. They are doing the same thing now that they've done for 40 years. But seems fishy and just something for you to think about. Did you know that nearly 40% of small businesses in the United States failed to pay rent in October? No, this won't be a problem, will it? Here is another thought-provoking fact for you. 87% of our mainstream media's GOP political coverage was, you guessed it, negative towards them. And 100% of it was negative towards Carrie Lake. These are not my numbers. These come from the Media Research Center via the Washington Examiner study. But nothing to see here, folks. Move along. Forget that we are biased in any way, shape, or form. Unfortunately, history and life says that people running countries will be dictated by greed and power. If you follow the money, you'll see who gets the power, and you'll see who is pushed into the gutter. If you think any politician, Democrat or Republican, is in it for you and your issues, rather than the accumulation of their own power and wealth, you're going to be constantly disappointed. When you turn that disappointment into criminalizing the winners or the losers who voted in that election, then you have thus made politics your current cabal. Shifting gears to the potential war. Do you remember when I told you that the best time for China to attack Taiwan is the 1st of April, roughly? That's the best time. When the seas are uh, their best, and then again, uh, there's like a secondary time frame in November when the seas aren't quite as good but still workable. That is because everyone anticipates some kind of assault from the ocean, right? China over to Taiwan. I still believe that would be a fake, a way to distract. Why get so many lost when you could come in via air after you have destroyed all of Taiwan's air capabilities? China does know where every single piece of equipment is on the island, despite Taiwan trying to bury them in mountains and other places. I'm sure they know exactly how to take each one of them out, and I do mean every one of them. So now many experts are saying they could see how easily this could be the best time for China to attack while the United States is weak. So we're going to add that to the, to the mix. Our president is weak. Much of the armament that we had had in storage has been sent to Ukraine. That shows a weakness. We are stretched thin and are spread all around the world militarily and smaller than we used to be. Now we are capable of some kind of response, but not the response needed if there is an attack on Taiwan. Let's add this to the mix too. Did you know that we are starting to push equipment towards China, you know, into Australia? That could also help trigger an attack before we can potentially get stronger in the region. Now another caveat is the fact that China's economy seems to be failing, as many are around the world. They could surmise that taking Taiwan will boost and strengthen their economy, and it would because of all the chips they make. Also, it could flush the leadership with money to sustain themselves and their country. Many a war has been fought over a country that was failing and needed to take drastic steps to stop its demise. If all of us are like that, why wouldn't China do that also? 
back to Australia. Another unforeseen factor could be countries like Australia who get much of their energy resources in coal from China. They would have an estimated two-week supply of energy if war started and China stopped the flow to them. Two weeks, that's it. They would have nothing to keep their country running. So many countries are locked into China and its economy and how it does things that many may have to capitulate to make sure their countries are safe. And we might be part of that gang too. A country like India, who plays both sides of the fence currently and most of the time, many can see them moving towards China and its support. Plus, they're already part of the BRICS coalition. You remember those? Countries do what they need to do to keep their power and keep their people safe, at least most of them. Many will move into China's bed to have the comfort of being able to pull those co covers up and over their heads. Wow, what a week, what a month, what a year, and many decades ahead for us. Please, no matter what kind of problems that are happening in our country right now, and there's plenty, do not be afraid to help in your community. Volunteer at a food bank, or how about a ho homeless shelter? Yeah, support your local church. These all will be shelters in tough times in the coming years. So if you do not know Jesus, I encourage you to open yourself up to the filling words of our loving Savior. That's where that compassion can come from. That's where you can help out with others. My friends, put your faith in Jesus, the great I am, the only truth, the only truth that will carry you through the troubles we endure. See you next time. Shut up and sit down.